Uh-huh. Welcome back, y'all. It's your boy Tyrese back here with another podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. It's a it's been a pleasure having y'all. It's been a pleasure for y'all to tune in every time I drop one and haven't been really consistent with these podcasts, but it's been a pleasure that y'all come back every time I, I drop one. You know, that's that's really really touching that really does something to my spirit it really lets me know that I'm out here doing something right but today I'm talking I'm talking straight to y'all man I'm talking about love I'm talking about failed love what is love how love is supposed to look you know what what does those four letters really mean that people continue to play with and as a boy I was always taught that love those four Letters, that four-letter word is a dangerous word. A lot of people have died over that particular word. Um, And I tear up when I say the word love. Let me give you guys a fast-forwarding point. I also have a a new podcast coming. Uh, It's going to be called, just stay tuned. I'm not going to tell you exactly. Just stay tuned. This one is going to be a real, real good one. I have PowerPoints on it. It's going to be a consistent one, uh, touching on a weekly basis. It's going to be very, very consistent, so stay tuned for that one. That one is coming here soon. Um, But love, man, the reason why I'm coming to y'all today and and talking about love the way that I'm going to talk about it is because I gave up months of my life loving somebody, giving my all to them, and... I got burned. I got burned out because the moment that I was able to be sold and put on the market, I was put on the market and shipped off for free. Let me let me just explain this to you. I met this girl, right? I, I loved her. The, the initial plan was never for me to be with her anyway. That was never my plan. I just liked her as a person. As a guy, you understand where I'm coming from, you guys out there. Okay, well, I liked this girl so much, you know, like, I liked her character, but it was never to be in a relationship, because I could never really see a relationship with her. But then, when I started getting to know her, I was like, man, I can see a relationship with this girl. So then I started trying to make an approach on her. Okay, we worked together. We worked together for a year, almost a year and some change or whatever, maybe a year before we actually started talking and dating and stuff. So then I meet this girl and we start kicking it and everything just moved. It was like so fluid. It was like natural, you know, like we, we, we clinged at the hip. It, it just came, you know, and we both were in dark spots in life and similar situations and it makes me tear up so bear with me if you hear me cry similar situations and we were able to help each other through because when one person was down one day another person was up to bring that person you know back up with them so I started to love her more you know and you know Christmas came we spent the holidays together and we we done everything that a couple would do. We, we spent Christmas together. My birthday came in January. 
which is my birthday. We spent we spent my birthday together all day long. Um, Valentine's came. We spent Valentine's Day all day together that day. Well, we had talked about moving in together, uh, and we ended up executing that. Uh, things fell down with my family, so I went over to her family, and after things fell down with hers, and we didn't have another choice, but I went out, and I took the stand when everyone else was sitting down. I was the guy that saw the vision. I was the guy that took the stand when no one else saw it through, when everyone else was sitting down, when she didn't have another move to make. I made sure I could make a move, and I, it was God. It was God that helped me make that move, but God had to teach me a lesson because he's seen that I wasn't going to learn without going into due process. Um, so, long story, we get up into the point we get up and we get up into the point where me, me and her were living together. Okay, that just moved in. We had been had our apartment for like two, four, two to three months before we actually even moved in. We moved in. We made do with what we had. We loved each other. We had put out. A, we had put something in place that was like well we're gonna get to this point eventually but we're here now and we're going through a few things but you can't skip the struggle you gotta go through the struggle so we must embrace it and we must get through it because that's what's gonna make us who we will be at this time I'm gonna try to keep it clean but if I curse a little bit forgive me um okay well get up into that point and here we are June everything was going so great everything was going great okay I loved her she loved me I did she did love me no one could convince me and tell me that she didn't I loved her she loved me and it was more it was it was a dangerous love it was it was love and obsession uh, for the both of us a man, I, I believe a man has a superpower, though. That superpower is to see when a woman is drifting off from him before she even knows that she's actually drifting off. Um, she gets this job where she works these early hours, 4 a.m. She got to be up for 4 a.m. Got to be work by, got to be inside of her job in a particular spot by 5:45 in the morning. So we're on the freeway every day at 4 o'clock in the morning. She couldn't drive, so I had to drive. Okay. Excuse me, guys. And I loved her so much, and that wasn't a problem. Not at all. If I love somebody, you know, I'm a sacrificial lamb. If I love you, if I love you, I love you, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to prove that to you. Whether that's getting out of my bed at 3 o'clock in the morning, whether that's standing in front of a bullet for you, whether that's protecting you to the greatest extent of my knowledge, um, it doesn't matter. I don't, I'm not afraid of anybody. Uh, when it comes down to sticking up for somebody that I love, I'll stand in the crossfire of a bullet for you. And everybody that I love knows that. And any promise that I've made, they know that I keep it regardless of the terms that we may be on. Okay, so I dropped. I used to drop it to work. I c- continued to drop it to work. That wasn't a problem. Even when I had to be up four hours after 
would go home. I'd get home about, because I would sit there and I would wait on her to go in the building. So I would get home about 5 5.45, 5.50, 6 o'clock, whatever, whatever time. Somewhere in that time bracket, I used to get home. It take a person a while to tune down and go back to sleep. So I get to sleep by 6.30. Sometimes I had to be back up for 8, you know, for me to go to work and things like that. And, um... At one particular time, I was working at the truck wash, so I had to be I had to be back up for like seven o'clock and on the road for like seven twenty to get there for seven fifty-five because I worked about thirty minutes away. And that wasn't a problem, you know. That, none of that was a problem. So we did this for some time, and eventually I start started to notice a difference, a difference in anger and stress. I tried to fix everything. Like, I tried, you know? And I, now that I look at it, it was nothing that I could, that I could do, even while loving that person. It was nothing that I could do. It was solely in her hands. Just because you love a person today don't mean that two months from now, your love won't lighten or something can't take your mind and make you do something out of spite. But regardless of that, you know, what, what you do, it's either a mistake or a choice. And y'all know what I'm leading up to. So, we get up to this point, And she goes missing, right? For hours. Man, I, I, I'm a police explorer. So, I just left Explore, the Explore program and... I get home and, you know, she's ready to, before I left, she took a shower and she's ready to, you know, we go ride. We went somewhere. I forget where we went. And then I came back, we came back home and she said she wanted to go take her ride, clear her head. Well, not to clear her head. I lied. She said she was going to go drive around the apartments. Keep in mind, she couldn't drive, so she wanted to learn. I said, okay, that's fine, babe. You know, you want me to come with you? She said, it doesn't matter. You can come with me if you like, but I'll be fine alone. She made sure that that stood out. I said, okay, cool. So, time goes by. I text her. I say, well, you know, what's up? What's going on? Are you okay? Say, yes. That was the end of that. Some more time goes by. Text her again. To deliver. Text her again. Don't deliver. Call her. Phone goes straight to voicemail. Called her about 75 times. No bull. 75 times on the on the flap. That's minimum. So I'm getting worried. I start walking the streets. I start looking for her. I, I, called, I called the police to get an ATL put out in a vehicle. I called my mother to come out and help me find her. She ended up calling her grandmother. Um, what y'all looking for? Right? My mother's husband eventually let me use his vehicle to go and search for her. I'm furious as hell because I don't know what the hell happened to her. I'm thinking somebody then got control of this girl and you know they 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 doing something to her. Right? Well, I'm riding the city, I'm pissed off. I said 
whomever got you, because I know somebody got you. I even left, left her a voicemail. I say, whoever got you, if they started hurting you, I promise you they ain't going to finish, because when I catch them, oh, I'm hell on wheels. I got fire underneath me. I'm sitting underneath the hot seat. I said, I'm hell on wheels, and I meant that, because I was hell on wheels, baby, literally. I'm riding, I'm looking for Coming down this street, I live in a city where we have a street called 11th Street. I'm coming down 11th Street. I'm furious. I'm pissed off. I'm mad as hell. And I'm looking for her. And then she called me. I asked her, I said, what the hell? What kind of sick-ass games are you playing? What the, what the hell is going on? She told me to come home. Everything was okay. Blase, blase. My mama said she's cheating on you, son. I said, mama, she ain't cheating on me. She went to go clear up my Say okay, son. That girl, that girl cheating on you. She looked her in her eyes. She asked her. She said, "You cheating on my son?" The girl say, "No, I'm not cheating on your son. I would never do anything that way." When my mama leaves, the girl breaks down. Swear to God, on her dead grandmother that she wasn't cheating on me. Jumps off into my arms, wanna hug me, and she's she's not cheating. She's just going through some things. Okay, I love her, so I understood that. My mama texts her the next day about it and. She just said that she didn't want her to hurt me and things like that. Well, long story short, we get up to the to the point where she quit coming home because me and her had a big outing where a dude was texting her phone. I answered the phone. A dude picked up. I broke the phone. Simple. I gave her mine. Whatever. Okay. She quit coming home for three weeks. Then at three weeks, I played mind games with myself. Now, this is leading up to What's love? What does those four letters mean? Well, those three weeks showed me what the, what the hell love really was. Love means that one person don't fight for it. Both of y'all got to do it. It's almost like moving a couch. It's easier done with two people than, you know, than one. Three weeks, my food was going low. I'm having to walk to work. We have a car. It seemed like she didn't give a damn. I knew something was going on. It's my fault for staying. But I wanted clarification, and I asked God for clarification. He brought it to me, and I'm going to let y'all know how he brought it to me before this video, before this podcast is over. Well, three weeks showed me what the hell love really was. I found some friends that were married. I, I, I dwelled on that freaking relationship because it was like, wow. I didn't say they were perfect, but wow, this is all I ever wanted right here. And I'm standing right here in, in front of it. People going to tell you in life, love is supposed to hurt. If somebody ever tell you that, they're a damn lie and you need to get the hell away from them immediately. Love ain't supposed to hurt. Love is difficult, but it ain't supposed to hurt. When you find yourself losing weight by the hour, not eating, you know, can't get a feeling like life is just passing you by over one person, you don't listen. You, you love that person extremely too much. And if they gave a damn about you, they would make sure that 
you felt what you were missing, and that was them. When you get to a point where it feel like life is passing you by and you just miss that one person, you ain't eating, you ain't sleeping, nothing is satisfying you, you just standing there. And the sun comes up, the sun goes down, people walk by, people drive by, people are laughing. Life is just passing you by and you look in the mirror and you look fucking sick. That's not love. You love that person extremely too much to see that they don't love you no more. Or they may love you, but they don't give a damn about you anymore. They're they're in it for personal gain at that point. And they know where they have you. They know that you still love them. So, of course, they're going to hold on to the line, especially if you're giving, if you're beneficial to them. Whenever they need you, they're going to hold on to that line until you expire. I had a promise. I can't. I can't promise that nothing's gonna happen to you nothing's gonna I can't let me let me say it I can't promise nothing's gonna happen while you are with me but I can promise that I'm gonna die for you and still to this day that promise still stands because you can't break a promise if you make one that's how I was that's how I was brought up that's how I always conceived a promise so many promises broken coming up as a kid by my dad and, and stuff like so many promises were broken it was just like I can't break a motherfucking promise ever in my life so I, I never did and that promise still sticks to this day well show me true love what the hell love was you know it was like dude this person don't love you bro and if they do they got a hell of a way of showing it get the get the hell out and as much as I told myself that, I stayed. There's somebody out there right now, you're probably listening to this damn podcast, that's staying in hell and you think it's going to get better. When a woman stopped coming home or when a man stopped coming home and they lying to you and they saying they at a family member's house and you know they ain't at that person's house, stop playing yourself a stupid sweetheart and get the fuck on. Move on with your life. Take it from somebody that knows. Move the hell on because you only going to hurt yourself. It ain't going to hurt that person. It's going to hurt you. You know, like, that person's still going to do whatever the hell they want to do at the end of the day. You just backups for them. They got you locked in the house. They know that you have no way around the world. You walk into work. When you're hungry, you can't, you know, you can walk to a fast food restaurant, but by the time you get back home, hell, you're not even hungry no more because you're stressed out because you didn't have to walk from this end of town to that end of town. Now you're damn food cold, and now you ain't finna eat nothing. The food that you had in the house is gone. The food that you do buy, when they come by, they eat it all up. Hell, you buy a 24-pack of sodas, you come back to six. Like, what the hell are you feeding the damn neighborhood? You know, it's love don't hurt. Picture a dog. When you say you love a dog, and when you have that dog for a certain amount of time, you realize that that dog loves you. And it wouldn't wouldn't trade anything. It wouldn't trade you for anything. You realize that that dog loves you and only you, and it will never love another human as much as it loves you. That's love. 
in human form, it's a little bit different. But the baseline, that's that's love. The baseline is love don't hurt. Love don't have you out here looking bad. Losing yourself have you out here looking bad. Losing your damn self. Losing yourself. Now, it starts with the same letter. But it don't have the same meaning. Losing yourself and love is two different things. Love is when you're happy. And sometimes you are at war in love. Like, you have to battle certain things. Like, you have to struggle. Y'all struggle together. But y'all, together, you hear what I'm saying. Y'all struggle together. Y'all make sure that y'all get through it. That's true love. Somebody fucking you over and being happy on their own time and acting like they just hurting and and going through everything and they cheating on you behind your back and they can't keep it real. That's a whole nother thing. That's not love. That's them wanting their cake and having it too. You're a good person. You don't deserve to go through anything like that. Make sure that you... You, make sure that you, you're getting the better that you deserve. You're a good person. And remember that good people don't lose people. People lose good people. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to let it out. And you probably sitting there and you probably thinking on it. And a lot of times, oftentimes, you can't tell a person anything about their relationship. But trust me, I ain't gonna lead you wrong. I wish I would have listened. Truth be told. Love don't hurt. Love is something that that you both do well at. Something that you both feel. Don't get me wrong. Do you feel like, if someone asks me a question, hey man, do you feel like that girl still love you? I would think on it. But then my answer would be yes, because you can never stop loving a person. You just deal with the with the distance of love. Like it can be distance like far away. Like, well, I love you, but I can't deal with you anymore, so I'm gonna have to distance my love. I'm gonna have to feed you with a long handle spoon. Somebody could ask me, if she's in trouble, what would you do? Well, I don't know. It depends on what kind of trouble she's in. But somebody could ask me, how do you feel? How do you feel about her? How do you feel about the situation? I'm fine, actually. I'm living the dream. Am I happy? Maybe. It's none of your business. Am I at peace? Absolutely. I'm definitely at peace. But, how do I feel about her? I will forever wish her happiness in anything that she do. And that's sincere. And if she hear this, she'll know that it's sincere. I will forever wish you happiness no matter what life throws you. I pray to God that you get that career that you want. I I, I pray that you get that car that you want. And I even hope that you find the person that you need. I'm not mad. I'm not bitter. We were two people that outgrew each other. And that's fine. It's life. It happens. 
Did it have to end the way that it did? Absolutely not. But it ended that way. Life lesson, right? There you go. There you have it. So, I'll forever wish you wish her happiness. My trust is gone for the most part. Just I I can't trust. I don't trust anybody anymore. Really. Really and truly. Like people tell me things and I just sit there and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Nice." I don't trust anybody anymore. And um uh, it's a it's a new it's a new trait it's a new characteristic that I picked up and it's uh it's probably tragic but it's gonna take a while maybe what are you doing nowadays someone asked me that I'll have interviews on podcasts on the next podcast that's coming up make sure y'all stay tuned for that so they're gonna ask me a lot of questions what am I doing nowadays? I'm living a dream of Tyrese. And if you know me, then you know where my dreams are. Well, how does she feel about your dreams? She knows my dreams. That's the thing. She do. She knows my dreams. She know what I was working on before I, before we broke up. And she know what the, what the goal was at the end of the day. And I'm working toward that. And when I was with her, I was on level one. And I'm not on level one anymore. I'm a little bit surpassed the level one, the mediocre phase. Um, All I'm going to say is, guys, if you believe, I'm talking to the believers out there. If you believe in God, you need him, you know. God is a great individual. He, he, he's great to us. He's great to us individuals. My bad. One thing I'm going to say is this. You could ask for something. And he's going to give you everything that you ask for. I asked God for a whole bunch of things. High paying job. A one day successful business. All that. All that good stuff. I asked him for it. I was with her. And he gave it. He gave it to me while he gave me one of those things while I was with her. But then shortly after, she had to disappear for me to gain the other things. Am I mad at that? No. Therese, why are you humble? Why are you why are you so humble about this situation? Why aren't you mad? Because there's always warning before destruction, guys. You can't tell me that ain't nobody telling you nothing about your relationship that's gonna play out to be true. Hell, the the, the, the hard truth is this. If somebody telling you that your significant other is cheating on you, they could be wrong, yes. But don't try to take up for that person. Back the fuck up. Look at what they're doing. Investigate it. And figure it out. Don't put nothing past somebody that you once didn't know. End of discussion. So, so Tyrese, why aren't you mad? Why aren't you mad at the world? Why are you not mad at the world? Like, you deserve to be mad. You should be mad at the world. Like, you should be flipping shit. Like, you should. Well, 
I had my share of that. My first day. Flipped my shit. Where'd I end up? Somewhere I didn't want to be. So why are you so humble now? Because I was dancing with the devil. I can't be mad I got burned. Okay? Thank y'all for tuning in.